When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, welcome to Apartment 4D, the podcast about New Girl. I'm your host, Jill, here on Zoom with your co-host, Joe. Hello. And Hevs. Hi, everybody. And we're here to discuss Season 5, Episode 5, Bob and Carol, Nick and Schmidt. Before we get started, we'll do a brief feeling stick statement because we're on a time crunch on Zoom. Joe, I'm assuming you have nothing. Not this time. Same with me, Heather. Do you have a short feeling stick? I have a very short one and it's very amazing. And I apologize. I didn't tell you guys this last time. Remy, who plays a villain on General Hospital, got the soap opera Emmy as best male co-star in a role. Nice. Congratulations to the actor who played Remy. Yes. Isn't that wonderful? I mean, it shows what a great actor he is. And New Girl really should have utilized him more. That's true. All right, let's get into the episode since we don't have a lot of time. The Netflix description is Nick is forced to think about his future when his cousin visits to ask him for a life-changing favor. Winston helps Cece shop for a wedding dress. Joe, what's your Joe Flicks? Uh... This one should be New Girl Meets West Virginia. What? Oh. <laughs> New Girl Meets West Virginia. Oh, because oh. Okay, I get it. I get it. I don't. You'll see it in a minute, I guess. Hebs, who do you vote for then? <laughs> oh, I'll go Joe Flicks. Even when you don't understand it. Guest stars <laughs> from this episode include uh, Bill Bird. What? Bill Burr. Uh, okay, we could start with Bill Burr as Bob. Um, we've already mentioned him before because he was been on an episode, but he's still worth getting another nod. Then Lennon Parham, who plays Carol, who was in Minx and Bless This Mess. Heather, you watched Bless This Mess. Did you also watch Minx? Or you didn't like it, so you stopped? Oh, I never watched. Oh, Minx? No, I had to stop. And um, Bless This Mess, I didn't. I did not watch. Okay, never mind then. Uh, Wait, we have, is it Lake Bell? Lake Bell's in that show, yes. Okay. Wait, are you talking about the wedding dress store lady? Um, not yet. Oh, okay. Sorry, I was trying to see if I could get my Zoom camera on. So uh, Beth Dover plays Cynthia, who works at the dress shop, who is in Orange is the New Black. So I'm sure Heather's very excited. And I read yes. her character's name was Linda Ferguson. It was. I just remember it being Linda. Yes. Can you believe that? There's a Ferguson connection. That is so cool. Joe, did you know that that was the girl from Orange is the New Black? Which one? The one who worked in the wedding dress shop. Oh, yeah. Where was she? She was one of the prisoners? No, she was um, the management lady when the the corporation that took over. And then she got stuck in the riot. Yeah, 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 yeah. She that has is her. very distinct facial expressions that she uses. Yeah. 
Nice. All right. We'll get into the episode. Then we open in the loft where Nick is hiding all his nice stuff because his cousin Bobby and their, his wife Carol is coming to visit. And Nick suggests he just puts his foot down and makes some boundaries and doesn't give them money. Uh, at the same time, Cece's leaving to go wedding dress shopping where Winston is just, quote, giving her a ride. But he has a whole bag of wedding dress shopping supplies and been doing research. And he's really excited. Very cute Winston moment. I would say uh, you agree, right, Joe? Yeah. And Although you... the dress is kind of weird. Whoa, we're yeah. not there yet. Okay, so before uh, we go there, uh, the cousin and cousin's wife arrive and Schmidt's talking to them in a weird accent and it's a lot of chaos going on. Um, and Bob and Carol give Nick a gift because that's how it starts. It starts with compliments, a gift or food. And then they do the ask for the thing that they want. They got him a giant tin of popcorn. Joe, that actually reminded me of your dad. Cause one time for Christmas, I've known your dad for 18, 18, 19 years. One time for Christmas, just as an extra gift, we gave him a big thing with like, it had popcorn in one sleeve, chocolate, and another like that. It's the most excited out of any present I've ever given him. <laughs> <laughs> So, uh, so cute. Um, so they say, don't worry. We don't want any money from you. We just want your sperm. And Nick automatically is like, oh yeah, no problem. Sounds good. Give me the popcorn. And we'll hear more on that in a minute. Heather, just so you know, you are on mute. Um, so we're at the Oh, I thought you guys were just being mean. What? I thought you guys were just dissing me. We you were you left you weren't even in the thing at all <laughs> no i know and then i, I it, it's a bad tech night okay so we're at the dress shop and the saleswoman's being really pushy trying to get cc to buy basically the first dress she tries on when winston comes in uh he's just supposed to drop her off but he wants to be there he's done a lot of research he wants to see a dress in a line and we get an adorable montage of them drinking like they would never let you drink actively while you're trying on the dresses by the way um, and they're not going to stop. Think they would. No, they don't let you have drinks while you're wearing their clothes. Oh, oh, I think. Oh, I thought they give the gave the bridal party champagne. Correct. Yeah, the party, they're, yeah. they're not wearing the dresses. Oh, gotcha. And okay. Cece's going in and out of the dressing room with like a full bottle. Oh, that was ridiculous. Yeah. Yeah. And then I don't know because I don't do stuff like that. There was no one else there. But is, is, do they just do it privately nowadays? Yeah, it's by, a, it was then days. It's by appointment. Usually there's more people having an appointment, but you're in a space that's your own. So that, oh, that, okay. that made sense. Um, then before we see, oh, so then CC comes out and we find out that they have found the one, but we don't get to see the dress. We just get to see how excited Winston is. Oh, he's very, he's in his element. And let me tell you, one of the things when I think of the show, I think of the wedding scene. I mean, the, the wedding dress scene. dress scenes. Yeah, me too. Classic Winston moment. So and back it would be a favorite episode of mine, except the other storyline is too racy. Got it. So speaking of the other storyline, we're back at the loft and Nick and Schmidt are discussing the situation and Schmidt is vetoing it and saying that he can't donate his sperm so his cousin and his cousin's wife can have a baby because it doesn't keep him. He's been doing so good. He's been on track for the life plan that Schmidt has for him on his computer. And Nick takes a look at it, but ultimately gets mad and says he's setting a boundary with Schmidt and that he's going to do this. He doesn't need Schmidt's blessing or permission. 
now we're at the clinic and Schmidt has come along for some reason. And Nick's telling yes. him like, I don't need you there. I don't need you. I don't need you. And then as soon as he goes in the room, he's like, um, actually I need you. Can you come in here? I'm freaking out. Tell me what my life plan is. And this is an adorable story about the woman he made. Who's a Maria who's Italian, Joe, you're Italian. Yeah. An Italian girl. She said, right. And, uh, she makes meatballs and they were going to have a son and you know Nick's like listen that won't happen for a long very 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 long time because I'd have to meet a girl fall in love have a baby I don't see that happening and he ends up talking Schmidt into being into the plan and they're both very excited because Schmidt really wants another Nick Miller running around the world exactly tough logic to follow Joe would you do that for a family member I like when Bill Burr goes, why is this guy in the room? And Nick's like, just, just go with it. We're not going to win. Yeah. <laughs> Talking about Schmidt. I do yeah. too. My question was, <laughs> would you do this for a family member? Do what? <laughs> Donate your sperm so they could have a baby, but it would be your son. Why are you making That's a face good. like you're confused? Did you watch the episode? <laughs> yeah, I watched it, but it's just, it's weird because I thought you can't do that because of DNA and the kid come, could come out handicapped. So the well, DNA of the cousin's thing. wife has nothing to do with Nick's DNA. Oh, okay, okay. Because you can't so, have like two you brothers. You can't have like two brother, brother, sister. You can't have any oh, of that. Okay. Yeah. So Joe, I have a crazy question. Would you do that for a family member? <laughs> for um, a friend. For a friend. Does that help make it? I guess if they couldn't get pregnant, yeah. I mean, that'd be something that would be okay. You're always so nice to everyone. But yeah. then you'd have another kid that's Cassidy and Kane would have a brother then. No, it wouldn't be mine. Legally, it'd be theirs. Wow, I couldn't detach from that because biologically and technically, it would it would it's it's still your child. So I'm surprised you'd be able to do that. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Heather, would you be able to do something like that? Oh no, no, no! I wouldn't do that. I don't think Joe grasps what it is, or I think he'd say no. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, I think you're right because Joe was like. Joe's either ignoring us to watch TV, which is to his right, and or he's confused. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not because people, go, girls that can't get pregnant, right, go to sperm donors all the time. Well, that's not, they can get pregnant, and that's what, you know, let's just move on. Well, that's a husband can't get pregnant. <laughs> husband well, can't get pregnant. Well, no, no. I mean, can't get the wife pregnant. <laughs> You know what? This is a discussion question anyway, and we don't have a lot yeah. of time. That's on me. Moving on. Um, we find Cece and Winston back home hungover. And Cece doesn't want to be greedy because she already put on the world's perfect dress, but she wants to put it on one more time. She says, oh my God, it's so ugly. It is. I don't need to describe it. We've all seen it. There's a battery pack. It lights up. And Winston says she looks like a prostitute for wizards. And she says, I look like a bullfighter in space. <laughs> well, what was that made me laugh because it was hilarious, but it's so funny. <clears throat> it reminded me, I've never seen it on any other show except Modern Family, where Lily was the 
the bride's uh the flower girl and the, mm-hmm. the guys were so excited and then she had the light up dress i remember that too which is more appropriate for a small child yeah. um so she cc's winston's ready to help and she's like you know what i could do this on my own i don't need you and you could just see under that comment is more like just when to let this happen i should have gone with someone else is very hurtful oh there's undertones absolutely for sure now we're at lunch and uh nick and schmidt are alone when uh, bob and carol come back up and say they can't afford the procedure anymore and nick schmidt's like you flew halfway around the country and and like yeah no we didn't do any research so now wait little to none little to none now bob wants nick to just have sex with carol so that she can get pregnant i'd ask joe if he'd do that but i don't want to go (laughs) off the rails again (laughs) we'll get there later uh back at the loft nick is very hesitant about it but schmidt's now encouraging him because he really wants this extra nick miller i don't know why he thinks he's gonna hang out with this kid who lives in like what boston they're from boston oh that's right the kid wouldn't even be there exactly that's the whole episode this whole story of the episode they're from chicago yeah yeah is where they live but their accents were boston right joe yeah, they're they're Boston, but um, Nick. <laughs> the best part is when they're in the room, and Nick's like, "This can't be romantic." What are what are you saying? That I can't be romantic. It was funny, and then they do that flashback to him falling down in the parking garage. Yeah, he says because rom- romantic gestures don't always have to be sexual, Nicholas. <laughs> <laughs> but to frame that in its proper context, everyone's in the room now because Nick's getting ready to sleep with his cousin's wife. And they're like, why is this guy in here? And that's another time when Nick's like, it's a losing battle. Just let it go. Yeah. And there uh, smells because Nick lost a full glass of milk. And Schmidt <laughs> gives a bear's onesie to Bob and Carol because he's been saving that to give to Nick's son someday. Oh, it's just like, a, how nice, like Joe never heard about that. It's just a very awkward, intense dynamic. But before we get more into it, we're at the dress shop where there's a no return policy and the girls being very unhelpful because Cece and Winston were there for so long and such zoos while they were there. And in possibly my favorite Cece line ever, she said, I can't wear this dress. I look like a rich person in the Hunger Games, which yeah. really accurately describes the dress. <laughs> Funny. Winston bursts in in his police uniform and says that she's been serving champagne without a liquor license to which she says we didn't charge you for it it's totally legal and he's like but you didn't know that you were serving to a minor and she's like yes. you're a minor who's a police officer is a mess and uh, then he's trying like, to explain you're, school. you're still in school and yeah. he's like, yeah, I learn the streets when I'm not in school or something. And then when I'm my other school is the streets. Yeah. So she refuses to help them. They go outside and he says he's not going to help with the wedding anymore. He's just going to take a back seat. And Cece is so touched by how hard he tried and how much he loves her. She asks him, even though he's already and uh, a groomsman, if he'll also be a bridesmaid. And he said, you are under arrest for taking my breath away. So <laughs> That's awesome. I guess that's a yes. Oh, I love you. So we're back you can't in the be room. a groomsman and a bridesmaid. You can't uh, be both. Apparently you can. I've never seen anyone be both. That's a good point, Joe. I yeah. mean, we don't really ever get to see the wedding in the way 
or we'd see where everybody stood sort of but i mean i think in, in theory you still can be you just be supporting both people and just like kick back because you know not traditional yeah yeah so we're back in the room and nick is telling carol look you have to be nicer to me he just give me one compliment she can't he ends up freaking out having an anxiety attack bob and schmidt come in everyone's yelling it's just a bad look when bob and carol finally decide to leave and they can't have a kid with someone who's a bears fan anyway and they have this other cousin who they're going to work it out with so gross see i I think that that's too racy for primetime television um i disagree but it's not my favorite yeah story joe do you think it's too racy well they always manage to put the comedy mm-hmm. into what could be a racy thing, but mm-hmm. you know, um, you know, Nick having a panic attack in the room and yell, and she yells, "He's freaking out! He's freaking out!" <laughs> you know, when he was in the room. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> yeah, and I like how how someone says, <clears throat> um, "Picture me running around topless on horses." yeah (laughs) oh he says we need to make love and she goes we're not making love we're not riding around on horses topless what yeah (laughs) so uh we're in schmidt's room and nick comes in and gives him back the onesie and asks him to give it back to him when he finally has his own kid he has to look at the life plan and finds out that they're both gonna die on the same day in 2098 because he will nick will murder schmidt and then kill himself super weird so the gang all goes outside the hotel where jess is sequestered and they go to the window and show um her the dress she holds up a sign that says it's terrible and they all get upset and then another one that says i can fix it and schmidt has a bag over his face but he can't take it takes it off and sees the dress and passes out Schmidt has to pick him up and he says now isn't this romantic good episode good episode now what about when they were looking up in the window and that person put that's terrible but then put i can fix it that person was jess oh yeah i didn't understand that part Oh, that's right, because she's still sequestered. That's right. Yeah, and she's wearing a very dress-like dress, and they're like, let's ask Jess. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So um, (laughs) that brings us to favorite dress look. We do get one in this episode. I was going to say what a great job they did making it look like Jess, but I guess Joe has proven that theory to be wrong, Heather. Yeah, that's what I wrote down, the outfit she wore in the window. Joe, did you have a thought on the outfit in the window? I didn't see. I just saw the sign. Okay. Best dressed overall, um, I'm giving to the CC wedding montage because I love a good rom-com, sitcom, changing clothes montage. Joe, who is your best dressed overall? Nick's weird outfit. Yeah. <laughs> His green sweatsuit. Oh, that was fun. Like a windbreaker. I didn't even talk about that. He said it was good because Something about it being stain resistant. Ew. What's she wearing? <laughs> she, goes, she goes, turn around, turn around. So he keeps turning around. And she, okay, stop. Go the other way. No, stop. Yeah. There was no good angle with him in that sweatsuit. He looks like Sue Sylvester from. Well, and he was wearing just gray sweatpants, Hevs, not something that matched because I remember Nick yelling, take your pants off. It's not even that hard. There's no buttons or zipper. You can just pull them down. 
Oh, <laughs> that's romantic. Did you have a best dressed hems? Yeah, um, that was really good. I wish I had thought of the montage. Um, I don't know if it's a best dress, but funniest dress because I wrote down CC. Oh, great. Okay. So favorite Schmidt moment, Joe, did you have a favorite Schmidt moment? Zero on the dark count, of course, because it's pretty much over now, but uh, favorite moment? I would say when he unveiled the life plan. Mm. Because oh, that was funny. You got to realize that was ahead of its time too, because now everyone says they have vision boards and you write a vision board and it tells you how your life should go. Like how yeah. you want it to go. I like how it had like pie had chart. For the wedding, he had a vision board. Yes, he did. That's true. Yeah. yeah. But vision boards aren't supposed to be about other people. <laughs> They're supposed to be about you. Yourself. I agree. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Schmidt makes it about me. Heather, what was your favorite Schmidt moment? Oh, absolutely. I always love it. The way he faints. Same. It's, the way his whole, it's so sudden. And yes. it just goes down. And comes like from the knees. Yeah. Like, it reminds me of those things in front of car dealerships that so like are easy. inflated. Yeah. yeah. It's like Except he it happens real quick. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that was mine too. Favorite funniest moment overall. I'm gonna say all the Winston moments. I loved how he leaned into being a bridesmaid, had the bag of supplies, the whistle. I don't know what else is in the bag. Um, calls back to the time he has the bag of supplies when they're doing the bar crawl. And I just thought it was a really cute, strong episode for him. Heather, what was your favorite or funniest moment overall? Well, my favorite is, everybody's are similar. Um, my favorite is just the whole entire time they're in the, the wedding store. Mm -hmm. And Winston's drinking Cece's cup. I was almost like, is this a classic Winston and Cece mess around? I definitely think that when they try to exchange it, it turns into a mess around. Yes, that was a mess around. Yes. Joe, favorite or funniest moment? Probably probably the whole exchange of being in the bedroom with Schmidt and mm. Nick okay. and everyone and just the, the funny one-liners and everything like that. Yeah, that was a close second for me. More just Schmidt's level of involvement. Like no matter what room they were in, no matter what was happening or what they were talking about, he was just not going anywhere. He felt like he really was part of things. Why was he so invested in that though? In well, that'd be a good he's obsessed with Nick. Yeah. Wow. And running his life and Cece was gone. So he's probably a little bit bored. Um, okay, Honey Roast. Tevs, who are you giving the Honey Roast Award to this time? My, oh, my honey roast goes to orange and is the new black girl. Okay. As the, as the wedding store manager. Sure. Just how she's all, oh, with that perfect smile. Well, she was like annoyed. Well, she was annoyed, but like how she kept that perfect oh, smile. Oh, like she was like at work. Yeah. Yeah. And just how she was so weird. I like how there she dressed her in black, just like it would be if you went to a wedding store shop. Yes, she's yeah, very professional. Very realistic. And then um, also, if I had to give it to an outfit, it would be the dress. Okay. Joe, honey roast. I kind of like Bill Burr's wife because she 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 helped make all those scenes funny too. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. How do you know who Bill Burr is so strongly? 
He's got a he's got a Netflix uh, special right now from Red Rocks. Oh, like a like he's a comedian, like stand up. He's comedian? a stand up comedian. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nice. Oh, cool. Um, I gave my honey roast to Winston, which I realize is redundant since I did my favorite funniest moment. But when I think of Winston, there's like I think of Ferguson. I think of this episode. Um, a couple different things stick out to me. I got a zero on the bear count. I thought for sure in one of these funny descriptions of the wedding dress there'd be something about a bear, but there wasn't. I'm assuming you guys didn't either. No, I didn't find no. one or see, hear one. I guess. Okay, so that brings us to discussion questions that I was going to ask. If we would do this for family or friends, which opened a whole can of worms earlier, we found Heather Heather and I will not, and Joe apparently would. Joe, you haven't done this for a friend that I don't know about as your ex-wife and mother to your children, have you? <laughs> oh, good. No. <laughs> Just no. thought I'd clarify. <laughs> but I thought, maybe I'm thinking about girls getting artificially inseminated. Pal, what you're thinking of, <laughs> it's very obvious, you're thinking... You're thinking of someone being a surrogate. Oh, yeah, yeah, surrogate. Yeah, so if I, yeah, so if I couldn't carry a baby in a way that would be healthy and safe, you're saying if you were a woman or a person who could do that, that you would carry other people's baby for them. Yeah, because a guy has to donate the sperm and it has to be implanted in the girl's eggs. <laughs> Wrong. So <laughs> when... When you're a surrogate for someone, <laughs> I feel like this is something we should talk about later <laughs> in depth. Um, when you're a surrogate for someone, both parts from the married couple or the couple who want to have a baby are put into you and you're just like the vessel to carry the baby until you give birth. And in no oh. way are part of it. It's just because the woman can't carry the baby for some reason is one situation, which is the one I'm referring to. But I think I'm going to move on. Heather, did you have a discussion question? <laughs> yeah, this isn't an anatomy class <laughs> or, or sex ed. As coach would say, it's gross. <laughs> All right. Well, I put... Oh, I just had one. I just had one. It's really weird. Um, have you ever had to go dress wedding dress shopping with someone? And how did you feel about it? Joe? Or Joe's case, it could be tuxedo shopping. <laughs> oh, God, I don't remember how I shopped my tuxedo. tuxedo. We you all had to go to the I same did. place and everything. I just said, go get measured. This is what you're wearing. Yeah, you got to get measured. Yeah, men's warehouse. I remember that. Cool. But uh, it's kind of weird. The girls' bridal party get champagne. The guys don't get nothing. Mm-mm. There's no champagne for the guys or even beer or anything. No, because you don't eat beer. You don't spend as much time in there as the girls do, though. It's not a, not as much of a thing. The girls yeah. get everything. Yeah, I have been wedding dress shopping surprisingly few times. And I definitely never got champagne. It was a long time ago. You so. never got what? Champagne. Any of the times I've been wedding dress shopping with my girlfriends needed to take the edge off heather how about you have i ever been wedding dress shopping it's your question why are you asking me i don't know what is happening tonight but this is a fiasco (laughs) it's the zoom vibe (laughs) (sighs) um well i went shopping for a wedding dress with my aunts um one got married when I was in sixth grade. One got married in eighth grade. So that was like super fun and exciting because I was a kid. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
as an adult, I have not, nor do I want to. I'm claustrophobic. There's too many dresses and I make it miserable for everyone involved. Okay. That's a nice, honest answer. Joe, before we Thank conclude, you. did you have a discussion question? Um, That's not about how people have babies. I guess it's about the life plan because there was a lot of graphs and charts on that. They should have went into it further. I but, agree. I would have loved a screenshot, a close-up of that. I mean, yes. How would you uh how would you do a life plan for your for your friends? I mean, that's kind of like it, that's kind of strange. Or or could you or would you want to? I'm having enough trouble navigating the life plan for myself and then <laughs> no. the influence I like to have on our children's life plan. So no, Pevs. Hevs is frozen. Oh, she's back. Oh, there she is. Hevs, did you hear us? Yeah, it might. It it froze. Mm -hmm. What was the question? Oh, the question was: uh, Would you have time or want to make a life plan for your friends? Oh no, I do one for <laughs> myself or my dog. Yeah, that's yeah. what I said for myself or my kids. Joe, you kind of are a go with the flow guy, so I don't see you investing in a life plan for anyone else. No, and, and my life plan would change too often. I'd, I'd run out of ink. There's right. no way yeah. I could do it. So before we conclude, I do want to say the funniest thing happened. Someone wrote us a really nice review on the Apple podcast. Well, for our podcast, but on that, you know, wait till you listen. And then I screenshot it to you guys. And Joe wasn't sure if the person liked it. He said, oh, Jill knows all this stuff. And Heather's infectious laugh. And Joe, what more can I say? He's like, what more can I say? What does that mean? I'm like, no, Joe, it's really positive. That means like, he's so great. What more can I say? And yeah, then like, I, what more can you say than the word Joe? It would be hard to sum him up. Yeah, for those of us yes. who know, we know. So then I <laughs> screenshot it on our Instagram to make sure people know to listen to our awesome podcast because as my son points out all the time, people who follow our Instagram are just there for the memes and they have no idea there's a podcast. <laughs> and the woman or the person who wrote it said, oh, I wrote that, blah, 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 blah. Joe for president. And then I commented I love that. I commented for this country. And, you it did. <laughs> and it got a good response. And so I just wanted to say thank you to her. And I'm sorry I'm not better prepared with her name. And anyone who takes the time to review us, if you want to review us after this podcast, please review us thinking back on other episodes you've listened to. Just not this one. one. Joe, that you know those were both incredibly positive about you. yeah yeah they're 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 really nice yeah later he didn't understand why she said something about him being president so it's been good and he's like i'm selling ice cream i don't have time or something president of baskin robin <laughs> <laughs> this ice cream store okay so that's all for this week we'll see you next week for season five episode six hopefully we'll be back together but i do suspect we'll have to do one or two more on zoom heather did you have something you wanted to say before we closed yeah, just fun fact, the way they got this title, it's actually stolen from a movie called Bob and Carol, Ted and Alice. So just so you guys know. Cool. All right. Oh. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks for tuning in. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody.